0: Family. It's a new year and Pastor Rod is here again to bring you amazing teachings from the theme Enduring Love. Do listen and be a blessing by sharing to friends and family. Shake your awareness it's good to see you tonight. Tell everybody, you are a very wise person. You are so wise. That's You spend your Monday evenings here. Tell us you are so wise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good and all the time okay so I'm going to share with you because um, truth be told I've not been preaching this month Okay, but I preach, I go and launch branches but I've not been preaching this month the way so I've actually not prepared a message, amen <laughs> but it's a message I want to share at um, Nemes launch and I think it's in line with uh, the theme for the month. So I'm, I'm praying the Holy Spirit will, will bless your heart with it. Amen. Okay, so where do we start from? Let's start from Adam. Amen. Someone say Adam. <laughs> the first man. Right. Adam was the first man, right? Yeah. It was God's hope. God started with him. And, um, Bible makes us understand that Adam, Adam was, was in Eden, you know, the presence of God, where God's presence dwell. Eden was a place of pleasure was a place of pleasure because Eden everything god created god said was good right so it's fair to say that that was a place of god's pleasure because everything was good and god likes good because god is good right uh-huh yeah and 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 one of the things that marked Eden was i said the fact the presence of god was there was also because he uh, yeah, eden was holy eden was holy because sin had not come are we good adam lived in this holy place man adam got what married the fact that you're not invited doesn't mean it didn't happen it happened <laughs> yeah adam got married in the presence of god because it was the presence of God. He was put to sleep. The woman came and he says, That is my woman. Right. Uh huh. And that moment, that was like, those are the vows. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the Garden of Eden what? A cherubim. And a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree. When he sacked man, the cause of sin, because you the thing. One of the things we don't realize that sin ultimately violates the holiness of God. Sin it violates the holiness of God. And any time God's holiness is at attack, it means God's glory is under at attack. Anytime holiness is, in a sense, God's holiness is being at attack. It's ultimately God's glory. The one of the you have to understand is that God does not share his glory with anybody, it doesn't joke do with his glory. As all of this started will be going on, it's all about His glory, manifesting His glory, showing forth His ways. Am I making something? Aha! Yeah. Uh-huh. So, everything is about God's glory. And once anybody starts walking in sin, sin in other words, rebellion to His ways, it means that you are going after His holiness. And that you are going after his, his glory. It's unfortunate that in our day, um, as, as believers, we are not conscious of God's presence. So we are not conscious of things that violate his, his holiness. Remember, I told you that instead of being conscious of his presence, we are often because of the thing that is chasing after us. Yeah. When you are in the world, you live from the world perspective. But once you come into Christ, you must live from the presence, from the inside. I'm making some sense. Yeah, you have to live from inside. It's like you have to be so aware of his presence. Let us become what more aware? Why? Right? Yeah, I think Christian living is being more aware of God's presence. In other words, the more Christ, for lack of a better word, or term, to say, the more Christ you have, the more of God's presence you should be aware of. If I could use that, the more Christ you have, the more of God's presence you have, because that's where we are living from now. As that's your location. Hey shake your neighbor say neighbor that's your location are, are you aware that's your location your location if someone is looking for you is you are in the spirit you are in God's presence hallelujah hey shake your neighbor say neighbor let us become more aware let us become what we should become what more aware of what yeah. now do you know that before before the fall, Satan was a cherub. Now a cherub is a, I think it's supposed to be a plural form of cherubim, right? If I said this. It's, but let's say Satan was one of the beings God created to guard and keep his presence. That's one of the works of Satan. And I think one of the days of days of glory <laughs> um dr george explained so beautifully that the devil's work was to guard and keep god's presence before he fell and guess what after he's fallen he's still doing the same job that is why he said when in job god called the devil asked where have you been he said, I've been running through and flow. Now, what is he doing this time? He's looking for the violators of God's presence and bring them, accuse them before the Father. So the devil is still guarding God's glory. He's <laughs> <laughs> still away, yeah. And that's why God could call him when he came. What have we been up to? Still, originally, what you started you know." A gentleman, uh, the only thing this time is calling He said god have you seen uh, wenzel yeah, wenzel is in the corner with a woman holding a bed is violating your uh, I say, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> so when he it comes his demand say god your 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 this thing is being violated your holiness are you going to see that? As God? I know you are just more than you are. just. I know you have been with him. <laughs> That's why he holds. It almost looks as if an ex employee, but his, his employer is still working with him. You're like, how? Because the guy. <laughs> Beyond that, he knows the job. He knows the job. He knows the things of his presence he knows that so he keeps accusing the brethren of how we are violating god's presence are you with me okay now let's look at ezekiel 10 14. it's ezekiel tries to give us a bit of the look of a cherub he says each of the cherubim had forward can we see? Can we read the ad word? Four faces. Okay. One face is what? Was that a cherub? The second was that face of what? And the other one was what? A lion. And the other one was what? An eagle. <laughs> hey. Now, do you know what it looks like to have something, just look at the application of creating a thing that has four faces. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many of you know you study a bit of, of, about eagles? Eagles can see from afar. Keen eyesight. And eagles are one of the most focused beings. So one of the beings that guards and are before God, God wants to tell you that his duty is to be focused about his glory. And can see far. You see, the <laughs> See, that's how much God does not that's how much God does not allow sin. That from afar can see when you even want to sin. <laughs> yeah. And these creatures are so terrible that the only way you come is. <clears throat> you have to be approved. It's like when you're going somewhere, it's um have you ever gone to look for somebody that even the security puts a fear? Or the, the level of protocols you go through will put fear. So, when you see the person, you want to kiss your feet because fear they've given. When they say sit here, you see because what the security has put you through. <laughs> when you see the things that guards God's presence, before you, you're rented to how you should respond to the being because of what you have seen. And anytime you're talking about God's presence, these beings are there. Hmm. Prof. says, and I said, Look, mishandling of God's presence results in two things. Sometimes, One is God withdrawing or death. Both are God's mercy expression. <laughs> death or he withdraws. Because he can't. St- Read the Bible. David did something. And one of the the response was from an angel. It wasn't God himself. The angel was so terrible, David says, I rather that I'm in the hands of God than the angel. Because the angel, nothing can temper with them. How are you going to temper their heart? With what? All they have known is his presence. All they have known is they were created in this place. All they have known is present. There's nothing else. There's no argument that is stronger in any form. So there's nothing you can appease them with. So if an angel is let loose, nobody will survive. The angel was just scattering. And David said, Lord, please, let us be in your hands because with you is mercy. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? With you is what? Shake your neighbor and say, with God is mercy. Hallelujah. I, what is my goal for tonight and all that I've said is for us to appreciate what holiness is you see when you talk about holiness to a sinner you are, it's, it's wrong if you speak about holiness to a sinner it's wrong they don't even have the means to even do it to live it but for us holiness is supposed to be something that we it be easy to come out of our mouth Hey. hey, are you in the house? Tell everybody it, it's possible, it's possible, it's possible. Shake your nose, it's his words. It's how is it possible? Because, run the only means by which God can be appeased has already been done through his son Jesus Christ. That's the only means. There's no other way. The one and only means perfectly did the job. How I many of you, you know from scripture after Jesus died? You see how Jesus didn't allow anybody to touch him? Actually, I should yeah, nobody said no, Mary was going to say, ah, <laughs> was going to see why hey, let's get said, hey hey, Mary, hold on <laughs> let me go meet the justice of God that the second Adam had completed the work. Hallelujah, yeah, that's what the Bible said, Christ in you, I can Christ in you words." The hope of glory and the glory, the hope over there is not talking about you know, I hope to go to America. That's not it's not same that's not what it is. When we Ghanaians I hope to go to America, is there's a chance, 70% chance I'm not going. The 30 is what we are hoping to. That some with God will hear, angels will hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Or you think everybody that hopes to go to America will go to America. Do you think that by this this time, this last eight years of somebody's power, Ghanaians are (laughs) still here? Everybody's gone. Look, when the Ghanaians say, I hope to go, greater chances are not going to go. Or you didn't know. (laughs) But that's how powerful hope is. Even if you have just 1%, it can move you from the back to the front. Hallelujah. So tell me, but don't lose your hope. But the hope here is not that. It's not the hope. No. Bible makes us understand that our hope is, is assured hope. Why? Because the one that will fulfill that is somebody that you can trust. Yes. Hey. I'm going some sense. So Christ in you, what? I can do Christ in you, what? Shout out Christ in you, words. Say Christ in me. Christ in me. It's the hope of glory. Hallelujah. So in other words, a believer and the call of a believer is to be a priest is to handle the presence of God and is to walk in glorious things. That's what it is. It's to walk in glorious things. It's to walk in glorious things. So I think God gets confused a lot. Now, are you in the house? Around the, the time of uh, Adam and Adam and his colleagues, <laughs> there this there's this guy by name Enoch. How many of you know Enoch? You know Enoch, you not know the one next just <laughs> Enoch in the Bible, Genesis five twenty four gives a testimony of Enoch. It says, "Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more." Because God took Enoch away. Now, the reason why I'm using Enoch is because Enoch is of the Old Testament. He's so far away from the first Adam. Right? Uh-huh. We have the, the second Adam. So as a matter of fact, we should do better than Enoch. Or the output of our lives should be better than Enoch. Now, somebody say, Well, Enoch's time, Enoch, there was no sin. Please, you are not a student of the Bible. Shake the one and say, You are not a student of the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when you look at Enoch's time, there was, the sin was, look, there was so much sin, God had to build a boot. <laughs> there was so much sin, God had to build a boot, as God built a boot in our time. Oh, the boat now is Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the current boat is Jesus bringing all people in to save. But Enoch's time was so serious, God had to build a, a boat. But in, the most, in one of the most serious, terrible times of sin, of acts that violate God's presence, there was a man who walked with God. There was a man who walked with God. And when you look at Enoch, it's very, the Bible didn't give us much. But The Bible also says a lot about Enoch. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah. Are you in the house? Yeah, what about the Bible? The Bible said he walked with God. I bet you that Enoch knew the presence of God and the things of God. But to Enoch, you can see from here, it was not rituals coming to church and going back at certain times doing your you need a reminder to open your Bible at certain time, and then after you, op- you finish opening, you, you, you read 30 minutes and then the rest, you are ad- adequately uh, watching football for six hours. Hey! Hey! Because we have this system where God is somewhere and that's where the presence is. Afterwards, God is not some- somewhere else. Let me ask you, when you go and use your toilet, do you think God is there with you? Hey, can I uh, please shake the one ask, when you go to use the toilet you see God is there with you <laughs> the reason I'm asking is that because after you use the toilet and you make a mess do you clean it yeah. Yeah. look I'm telling if you believe God is there with you you clean the toilet yeah because you believe God will be in your bedroom but he won't be in your toilet wow uh, Hey, am I talking something in the house? Yeah. yeah. And that's because we have this mindset where we have demarcated. God is here. He is not here. He is here. He is not here. He, he is not with me here. Here is me and my friend. Me is here. It's me and ya. Ya it's just us. That's it. There's nobody. Our mother is not there. Father is not there. Just, God is not even here. It's just us. Because if we believe God, we'll say, will you remove the, the, the drawers? No, yeah, no, yeah. Are you inviting God into, into the into the <laughs> Yeah. Just think about it. I'm telling you, if you believe that he's present. <laughs> You'll be removing drawers because you know he's with you. Drawers that doesn't belong to you. You didn't pay for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Shake your neighbor. And they say, I'm telling you tonight, he's with you. He's with you. I'm telling you tonight, he's with you. Remember, I told you two things. When his presence is being, is being violated, either he kills you out of mercy or he withdraws. So the times and things that we see, we say, oh, he's not here. No, he has withdrawn. So that his, his, his holiness is not violated further. Because some of you, the more you start with one draw, it starts, then eventually you say, Hell, may you yami." You make it, I'll do everything you have (laughs) promised. You have taken the place of (laughs) Jesus. Things that men say, things that men say, promises they have made. You give them the moon, (laughs) Uh, Enoch. Someone say, Enoch, Enoch. are you in the house? Enoch, what we got now? Is it uh, Pastor, you know that said something that I love so I said, Look. Enoch and God's relationship was so real that the implication of this scripture is it looks like Enoch goes to God's house to visit God, to spend time. Tomorrow God comes to visit Enoch. So Enoch let's say Enoch, let was so cool. And then, so they kept visiting. You know, when a friend comes to visit you, you want to escort them. You go and escort them, yeah. Sometimes you go, then you come. Then you go, <laughs> then you come. When the when the when the friendship is sweet, you go and come, sir. When the sweetness is going and be go When the person is with you, you say, tell it, so from here where are you going? <laughs> it means you have, it's it's your time to go. But Enoch went God and here and there and then one time he got too close to God's house. And God took him. God said, Enoch, let's go home. That's it. That's why nothing could be found. God's, God's presence swallowed him up. And this one, it's not out of rituals, it's friendship. It's friendship. What we will do for friends. The Bible talks about even a friend that sticks closer than a brother i believe part of the reason why we are not able to walk holy or walk in the glory is because we have not embraced and i'm going to share the three things that we must we must do one let me show one if you're going to walk in glory we must trust the word of god trust the word of god in other words, take the word of God as it is presented to you. Part of the reason why most of us are not able to walk holy is because we subjectively interpret the scripture based on our current experiences. So when we take the word, especially when the Bible says, Be you holy, for I am holy, you're like, Ah, really? Just say, Pona, Masha, say, I'm holy. No, so subjectively it means that as, as close as you can get, if you watch five times a day, you get to the one. <laughs> yeah, our generation we're taking, that's why, look, we've got into a place where people believe that you can be gay and be priest. It, you see, the, the, delusion, the uh, delusion is so great. And that's how most of us are walking with God. The reason why we are not seeing the results in our lives is because we don't take God at his word. When God says, be ye holy, we, t- we interpret it as something else. Because in the Bible, if you trust the word, and the word says, be you holy, and you believe it, what are you supposed to do? It's to be holy. It's not to explain why you are not holy i'm not because i'm saying someone in the house shake your neighbor as neighbor you, you you have to take the word as it is as it is oh shake the person say you got to take the word as it is that's that's faith that's actually what faith is faith is taking the word as it is that's faith when god says you can reign in this life you take it as it is when god's word says you are righteous you take it what I said, you don't say when the Bible says you are righteous, you say, oh, Charlie, Bible when you say we are righteous now, so don't remove all that now. So it's the nansos that you have put there that has defeated the intent of the scriptures. Yeah, it's the reason why some of us can't walk. Because, look, once a word is released in alignment with your destiny, a grace is given for obedience once the word is released the grace is given for obedience i'm telling you other than that god has goofed why would god give you what you cannot do it means that god is cruel because he's telling you what you can he has not given the necessity to do god is cruel and how many of us can agree that god is cruel in this place nobody so if god says you are to be holy it means what he's saying why because he knows there's a deposit of grace inside of you to walk holy Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor and say neighbor. It's possible, it's possible, it's possible. I can hear his words. It's possible. We have to be holy. Mm. We have to be what? Holy. God said be what? Holy for what? I can hear be what? For what? Shall I be what? For I am what? I am holy be you holy for i am holy and i believe that until we, we we are intentional about these things we'll keep violating god's glory and we'll see a redrawn presence and the thing about man is that we are busy i said i say something about myself that i'm i'm biased towards progress Progress. Anytime I see a, a stop in the road, I'm looking at the next, the next turn. I don't know how to stay at something for about too long. And so, and I believe that most of us are like that. It's like we, we, we want to move from this thing to the next thing. So, what I'm saying is that once God's presence uh, start withdrawing, the tendency is that we are going to put other activities there. Yeah. That's why we are making our stages and things more glamorous. He has his place. Yes, the world is doing we have to, But half of it is because we can't wait on God. We can't wait. As a matter of fact, we wait in quotes. He doesn't show up. And part of the reason why God is not showing up, who shows up where he's insulted every time? No. You, as I said, take it like Enoch take, takes his relationship with God. Will you go to a friend who keeps insulting you? Or a friend who treats you as if you are not there. For instance, you are a, a, a Muslim doesn't like pig, but every time you go, your friend is cooking pig. <laughs> One thing I I, I don't know. Dawa dawa is it dawa He has a effect. They used to cook right. He has a certain smell. My God. I don't know what the benefit is. It's so I don't know. I don't know why they used to go. I don't like that and I can't be prepared that food. food. It, you're telling me that you don't want me to eat your food? You don't want me in your presence. You, it, that's what you've told me. I don't like the wadawa and you put the, you get what I mean? That's what sin does sin makes it difficult for god's presence to be cl- clearly adequately expressed do you know why because sin compromises makes us compromise everything sin makes us compromise everything i'm making some sense somebody yeah and if look we must be intentional about god's presence and his glory young people i'm making some sense it's becoming so apparent that we are having a generation of people that are saying one thing and doing the other. And it's becoming so clear. Sometimes when you see, even I mean, these pictures we said are about celebrity Christians with pictures. I mean, it's becoming, look, it's becoming so serious that the audacity for a celebrity, or a Christian musician to come and wear some of the things they do and they put, the audacity, it shows that, look, they don't know the holiness of God. You don't know the presence of God. You don't know it. It's not that they are pretending they don't know. They don't know. And how is it somebody saying how is it that they have gotten to they have stand to where they've gotten to? No, you can songs can be plenty, please. It mean, doesn't it mean that the presence of God is inside. Now we have good promoters. it's, it's, it's becoming serious hey i am not because some sense i'm saying somebody in the house i i am talking, you i don't know, you live your christian life you are you are okay with god and you nobody know, are sinning your sin is said something you like to do even you advise other people to sin hey young believers you're believers believer and you're just having sex with people you're just having sex with people and it's you're okay it's a, it's a conscience it's and it's a broken conscience you are okay. So when you ask them, you laugh, when you ask them, you laugh on top. <laughs> Where are fathers those days that when I come to visit, they say, look, you, you the wallow, you and the woman, the lo- you and you are talking across the street. How are you? I'm fine, how are you too? I'm fine. That's how they feared some of these things. But now we we are so smart. <laughs> One of the, the, the ministers, the wife, I don't know whether she's a model or whatever. She has only covered them. Let me say it here. Hey, should I say it? Stop that uncultured behavior when you are pregnant and coming to put You're barely the nakedness out there. Some of you have already planned. (laughs) They paid in advance. advance. (laughs) Two years. You're paid in advance. Look, it's an uncultured behavior. I I want to know, is it that they want to prove to us that the baby belongs to (laughs) us? Maybe it's an evidence to show maybe you no American citizenship. You are going, zay, 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 zay. this is my. What kind of stupidity is that? Those things belong to you and your husband in, uh, in your house. It is what is inside that we are waiting for. I mean, believers are doing that. They come and do your life this. What are you protecting? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you have watched a Nigerian preacher? The one who talk about the maid, uh, bridesmaid, the woman. Yeah, he said he said you be holding the bra- you be holding the breast in your mind. <laughs> It's true so that you see that they what they have they are they are they are, they are just you are holding the breast for them you, in your mind they won't fall they won't fall they won't fall what kind of what can and and she says something which which is you go to muslims and they are covering up and they are dressing decent meanwhile when you come to our faith the bible is so clear about how we should today i was listening to is it timothy I think from Thessalonians to Timothy and Timothy, all that Paul was telling on how we should behave and treat people in the household of faith. Because he said that's the foundation in the church, because that's the foundation of truth. It's a foundation of truth. The world is so lost out there. They're coming and coming look for truth and they'll come in your precious house. Hey. Shake the one. If I said by a girl, tell a girl, says a lady, said look, let wisdom come to you. Shake them and let wisdom come to them. Who talk, talk, and they are still having those dresses in their in this in their, You don't go and give it to a small girl. Look, let's stop this foolishness. Hey, let's stop this foolishness and be decent and dress properly and be holy. Are you, are you talking to me? Am I talking to someone in the house? Yeah, let's stop this foolishness because it's becoming unbecoming. It's making us a mockery and it's defeating the gospel we are putting in our mouth. Are we declaring to people that they are lost, that they should be saved, and then you are going in that? How does a lost person see they are? You are actually making them more lost. They are getting lost in your breast. They are getting lost in your dress. They are getting lost. What are you talking about? Yes. I'm, I'm talking something else. So those of you that you give, give better and go and take those pictures, please. Wear maternity gown, something that, can, my friend, cover everything up. We don't want to see it. It is. It's not attractive Look, let's be honest. It's not attractive. It's not nice. A big belly with lines, something's drawn. It's not nice. It's, uh, it's not nice. Hey, Let's be nice. Look, if I say it by girl, it's not nice. No, tell them necessarily. Enyefe, enyefe, enyefe. Oh, be serious. Tell them, unless you take God's word, take the word the way the Bible has presented. Tell the person Take the Bible, or take the word as the Bible has presented it. As the Bible says, he believe That's a sign of Oh, faith. You have to tell God. Look, young people, a generation is lost because they started buying to lies. So they don't know the truth anymore. It's just small, small, small. Look, I always say that the, the, the American society is so delusioned. They are so delu- you, you wonder, what, did they just take them out from under a rock? They are so confused and so lost. And you wonder what happened. It's because they started buying to lies small, small, small. And the same way I'm saying that the church, current church, we like sin too much. We are becoming too comfortable with sin. It's too much. We are becoming too comfortable with sin. Myself included, we are becoming too comfortable with sin. It violates God's holiness. That's what I'm saying. It values God's holiness and ultimately it will cost us his glory. i many because I'm saying? To somebody, do you want to Jesus' prayer before he left? He says, Sh- share your glory with me. The ultimate desire is g- glory. Somebody say, Oh, so is, he, is, is lying gonna stop me from going to you get to heaven, but you might never know. You get to heaven, you have some zongo, zongo. <laughs> so- <laughs> Now some say, oh, at least my cousin. <laughs> at least what could <laughs> At least are you not in Ghana? <laughs> <laughs> at least are you not in Ghana? But we part of Ghana. are You, the same Ghana. Some people have some tra- chasakos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same than but some people are different places. Some people's places, when it's not raining, they have to tell you to swimmers. They have to swim. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same than man. <laughs> so don't say that I'm, at least I've got it to heaven. No. Our, our greatest desire is God's glory. Hey, I'm not making some sense somebody. Shake your name and say, take God at his, at his word. Take God. Shake the person and say, take God at his word. Take God. What does the Bible say? By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who what earnestly Seek him what am I saying believe God at his word when the Bible says you should be holy believe that you can be holy that's it no question doesn't matter where you are coming from whether you are in deep in sin or addiction as the Bible said it that's it look if we walk that and we'll see a radical generation of young people who are walking holy than before i'm telling you it's those excuses and things and explanation will be given that's why the word of god is of no effect but take god at his word he says i'm holy i'm holy he says i'm reigning i'm reigning he says i should give i give that's it god's encouragement to serve i serve. no more questioning no more it's just trust i'm talking something in the house so first of all it was trust trust in other words have faith in god and then number two is communion some say communion we are called into deep fellowship with God. Bible says in Ephesians two thirteen, it says, "But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away, have been brought what, near? What is that? For fellowship. Why would God bring you? See, one of the reasons why anybody would bring somebody near is so that they will know their secret things. Yeah." And some of, those secrets, some of those secret things, how do I put, there are things that the person will not be able to explain, but only closeness reveals them to you. You will never know them from afar. It's only closeness that reveals. Sometimes the person doesn't necessarily have to even teach you, but as you are working with them, you will know. It's like spending time with God. Sometimes people ask me, how do you know the voice of God? I say, ah. If Elton is right now, it's in the dark, and he speaks, i know it's Elton. Why? Because I've known his voice, not just once. For instance, if I just met Elton Elton does that, I may not know him. But over a period of time, and over different circumstances and situations, I know that. Now beyond that, for instance, if also somebody sends me a message and says, Elton says that the girl that is coming, the naked girl, should go and have sex with her. I know it is not possible. How do I know? Has he written in his will that, he, that I, I shall never ever ask that? No, but you will know based on relationship. There are certain things that, that, that uh, leads us to healthy living in Christ. It comes from close relationship. It doesn't even come from the puppets. It doesn't come from the puppets. It's close relationship because you will know the voice of God. I'm telling you, you will know when God is leading you. Sometimes you can even tell that God says don't, God is prompting you. Don't take your phone. Yeah. Is he reading the Bible? He it says it's a particular scripture. Thou shall not take your phone. No, he doesn't even bring a scripture. But you, <laughs> it comes from knowing, and it comes from close communion with God. Christianity is not religion; it's a relationship. I'm getting tired of people who don't want to build a relationship with God, but they want to know God's intent. Chances are, you won't believe me. Once you don't have a relationship, without a close relationship, you don't have a heartbeat to please him. Sometimes somebody can come to me and come and ask me a noble question, should a Christian drink or not? You, 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 you your left and right, these are not the concerns of a true Christian. I'm telling you, these are not the concerns of a true Christian. Should I drink or not drink? No, you're looking for an excuse to drink. This is another concern. When I became born again, I'm worrying, hey, should I drink or not drink? Hey, the girl, should I press their So That's my concern. Is, is, is it press once, press only, don't press? Those are not the concerns. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? Because some of the questions I people come you can tell that the person hasn't got a close relationship with Jesus. Even sometimes, I'm telling you, some of the conversations you see a lot of believers have without anybody there shows you the, the closeness of their relationship with God. Because one of the things about relationship is that when you love somebody, you can't help but to talk about them. Yeah. It's a natural phenomenon. Most believers, oh, especially when they are accountable to each other, they just discuss the Bible, too. I read this. As somebody, when you ask them about their, their quiet time, they can't wait to explain in one line and say, and this all I learned. Then they want to move to the next thing. <laughs> Powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the next one. There are a number of people sometimes I like you for so many years I've known them. I've known through this ministry. I, sometimes I sit back and I wonder the many times they've come to discuss God with me. I'm telling you to just come and talk God with me. You don't have to say Pastor I'm coming to talk God with you. You will know while we are talking you will know. You will know the one who's, who is growing there. You will know. Because they can see God everywhere. As long as they can hear their friends speaking to them about everything. And they can't wait to share with you what their friend is saying. Yeah. A believer, you don't talk to anybody about Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, you have missed communion, close relationship with Jesus. Because nobody falls in love with him. Nobody sees his glory. Nobody sees his face. Their hearts are captured by him and they don't share. It's not, it's not true. It's not true. I always say that when I did not know much about God, my heart was burning for him. And I was sharing, at the early part of my Christian faith, I was sharing it because I liked the guy. There was something about the relationship that has touched me. Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. You want to be holy? You want to see God's glory? Communion. Close communion with God. Close fellowship with him. You have to build that. As a believer, take the responsibility and build it. Nobody can do it for you. A thousand messages will not do for you. I can only encourage you, but can never do for you what you must take time to do. Build a close relationship with Jesus. With the Holy Spirit. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? And then the last on the list is obedience. It's obedience. It's obedience. Enoch walked with God. Enoch was not disobedient to God. What is the use of knowledge if you are not willing to let it transform you? As a matter of fact, the next thing to do is that it will puff you up. Knowledge, it pops up. It's like light, but it's making you blind. Instead of helping you to see. There's a level of light that we, if we bring here, we'll all be blind. But isn't light good? It is. But it can cause you to be blind. It's because the light is not being put there to help to achieve. It's just gathering. And that's one of the dangers of also of our time. Because we are hearing a lot of messages, we appear to know a lot, but it is not transforming us. So the light is blinding us. We are blinded as a generation. Because in our time, a lot of people don't even know the counsel and the will of God. Even with a lot of knowledge, they jump from place to place because they can't, what's the word to use? They they, They don't know the intent of God. Bible said the commands of God are not grievous. Hey, are you in the house? Obedience. Obedience says, "God, you are right, and I'm going to do what you say." <laughs> Sometimes, when we are supposed to obey, we are bringing our opinion. <laughs> I watch a. A video of this guy who was trying to, I see a hard guy trying to Latin lay some tiles in his home. You know, America, they can lay. it says, they said that the the professional help is more expensive than even materials. <laughs> so sometimes they learn DIY, okay, and they said DIY. And I think he has, he has called the wife and he was sending the wife to hold something, and you could see in the video the wife. Just when you have called, come. Wife said, "I think." And then she did not pay attention. The towel hit the husband's fingers. She heard the man scream. She hear the man scream. The man scream. <laughs> and then under the comments, one man came to her. I said, look, if I, can, if I get a coin for every time I told my wife to do something, and she brought her opinion, I would have been a rich person. <laughs> and the church, the bride of Christ, I think often is like that. Do this opinion. We organize a seminar around God. <laughs> we organize seminars around, but not to be. So many people can come and state their opinion about a simple command. And all of a sudden we are so happy. We are thinking about it. And the Bible said hey, this. And he said, hey, this one. Get up and shake it. Uh, Gary always says, look if the little we know we did it, it would have transformed our lives. I go to my podcast, how many? Over 200. Since we started recording and putting on podcast, over 200 messages. Over 200 messages. How much has it transformed you? We don't walk from the disposition of obedience. That is one of our weakness. You must have a mind that once the Lord has said it, I will do it. Because actually, this is the way God works wisdom. Saying, doing, wise. It's not the other way around. You are not a wise person when you have an opinion about it. Your wisdom is shown after obedience. That's the Bible. Hey, I'm going to So something to somebody. That's why even look at the way we learn in Ghana. As some of our results shows that we are not wise generation. That's our results. Ghana, we are not a wise country. How many of these certificates you are holding? How much of what you have here, the papers you are holding, you do them? So look at the one lesson. If you want to study architecture and not drawing it, you, tell, you are not a wise person. Tell the person, you are not a wise architect. They tell the person, you are not wise. If, if, ask the person, what do you go and study? Oh, ask the person, what do you go and study? That's what we're doing. They say Ghana, we have more people who have been to university, more educated people per our size to any other place in Africa. Ghana. 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 We are waiting for IMF, what, 3 billion. <laughs> How many times we've gone to IMF? Every day shows that we are not wise. There's something off. We are, we are not willing to do what we know. A Chinese was talking to um, Dr. Mao He said the difference between Chinese and Africans is that once an African finish school, he has a certificate. He's going on the street for somebody to employ him, somebody to give him validation for what he has learned. He said, Chinese, once he finish, he's going to do apprentice, apprenticeship. He's going to do what he knows. He's going to open a shop to try what he knows. So, over time, from third world to a first world, wise generation. Africans! <laughs> <laughs> from worse. <us, laughs> third world to <laughs> Third and developing. <laughs> And it has to give us up, the third and developing. Because most of us don't do, we don't even do 10% of the things we are taught. And we've taken it to Christianity. We just love to gather and hear. We gather to that's it. That's why there's no holiness. Ghana is becoming scary. When I look at it, it's becoming scary because it means we have even lots of superficial Christians. Superficial Christians. Once that the word is not translating you, you're a cannot Christian because you're going to live from the flesh point of view. Am I making some sense? Yeah. We are most corrupt. We we, we know we know a Christian who cannot say no, I won't call I don't call it the Bible. Is that one to a Christian? Mm. Yeah. Fashion what buy yeah two Yeah, yeah, two. I went to I went to a certain embassy. Even at the embassy, at the embassy when I was leaving. I said Ghanaians. the Ghanaians over there. I said, Hey, it's a also so Obi because the embassy is all your country. Obi so the bribe. it's like Ghanaian bribe. I'm telling am t- <laughs> It, it, it's serious, and all of us have, we are all going to it. We are all going to it. You don't know how to render a service and walk away. Render a service and walk away. Hallelujah. So we are raising a generation who come to church by having sex at night. Yeah. you know do Transrol. What am I saying? The danger is that we may be losing the presence of God. Meanwhile, God has promised us that He will never leave. So I feel we put God in a in a in a in a, in a serious situation. What is Christianity without God's presence? It's wahala. Because you can't cast any demon when you say go. You say where. <laughs> That's "When we read the Bible. One guy is trying to, the demon beats them up. That's, yeah. Yeah. seven children. Yeah. But God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. All we have to do, live from the presence. Conscious that God is with us. This, listen. I'm telling you, if you live with the consciousness that God is with you, the minister what calls you is come to visit you. You know, God says, you will know. Look, you will know because the Holy Spirit will remind you it will happen. It will happen. You will know. You see, any time we sin is because we have first walked in pride. That's it. Sin just as The first sin all the time is pride. We violate that. Once you walk in pride, every other sin can follow through. And the Holy Spirit is there to guide us. I hear aware of what the Bible says it's to guide us, it's to lead us to all truth. All truth. Amen. Wherever you are, just rise up and put in your feet. Hey there. Thank you for listening. I know you enjoyed this. You really did. To stay connected, Follow us on Instagram at ConnectCYI and Pastor Roderick at Roderick Ajikum. Do stay blessed.